0: Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast.
1: What up, people? And welcome to Real Film Nerds, episode number 273. Top Gun Maverick. That is correct. We are talking about two Top Guns in two weeks. I don't know which one is better. They're both airplanes movies they're both navy movies lots of seamen in these films mike how are you doing sir
2: well I, I i'm sick but other than that i'm doing all right
1: so two weeks in a row we talk about top gun two weeks in a row mike is sick so mike who gave you the vid this time
2: i think it was my son again dude i think he's sick
1: too i don't know it's, it's weird have you taught your son not to lick toilet seats I don't think I've taught him that yet. So that's probably where it's coming from. He's probably running into all the public restrooms when you go to Walmart and you go to Ace Hardware and all these places and he's just licking that seat. And you're getting the vid from it.
2: It's probably true.
1: Because that's totally how it works. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it's something like that. All right. Well, clearly I'll be handling the comedy department of this podcast. So uh, it's going to be terrible. Mike, I'm sorry, get feeling better because we need to talk about Top Gun Maverick. Go for it. Ready, set, breakdown.
2: All right, man. So this movie was directed by uh, Joseph uh, Kosinski. It was written by a whole bunch of writers, so bear with me. Uh, based on characters created by Jim Cash and Jack Epps Jr., Story by Peter Craig, Justin Marks, and screenplay was by Aethryn Kruger, Eric Warren Singer, and Christopher McQuarrie. Uh, This movie is starring Tom Cruise, Jennifer Connelly, Miles Teller, John Hamm, uh, Monica Barbario, Jay Ellis. And the movie's about, after more than 30 years of service, as one of the Navy's top Navy's top aviators, Pete Mitchell, is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in rank that would ground him.
1: Okay, Mike. So you went and saw this in a regular theater on Thursday night. Uh, Do you think you got the COVID from Thursday night? Were you licking toilet seats?
2: I usually don't do that anymore. I feel like it's a bad
1: habit. Or uh, eating the um, delicious urinal cookies? Yeah, they're cakes, man. Urinal cakes. Oh, they're little cakes. I always just thought they were cookies because they're crunchy. Yeah, I don't know. They're pink and fun. It's good. Um, pink cake. Nice, nice. Yeah, Sometimes they're orange. Sometimes, yeah. And sometimes it's just ice. And so I figure free ice, I might as well put that in my drink. Right, right.
2: Yeah, it spices it up, doesn't it, man?
1: It does. It does. It really does. It's delicious. So, okay, Mike, last week we didn't talk about Top Gun much. We talked about it a little bit. But, I mean, basically, we said everybody needs to go watch Top Gun. So, this week, we're, we watched Top Gun Maverick. Uh, we don't need to talk about it. We just need to say everyone needs to go see this one, too. Right? Yeah. No, everyone needs to see this one. This was awesome because of the
2: actual real flying. I mean, there's a story in there. and It's actually not too
1: bad. But you go see it for the flying. Right, Matt? The flying is the pinnacle of the film. But uh, the story is quite good it's not terrible it's not a rehash of the original it is downright decent and i think it's worth it it's not gonna light the world on fire in any way shape or form but it's not a bad story it's entertaining it's good it makes sense it's not back to top gun school like I, everyone thought it was going to be it's a little bit more complicated than that and i think that it was very very successful i i enjoyed this movie quite a bit
2: yeah i i I was worried they were going to do what a lot of movies seem to kind of be doing, which is create the same movie again, but they didn't seem to really do that. They, this movie had a, like a different mission and they just kind of that's where it went. It was f- basically for the mission.
1: Well, and that's one of the things that's very scary. I read a few articles about this is Top Gun did so well this weekend that you know we are going to get an influx of Hollywood films trying to capitalize on the same success that Top Gun has had. And it's going to suck because they're not going to do it right like this film. Like one of the things that Tom Cruise talks about is that he wanted a really good story for this film on top of the stunts and the actual flying and everything to go along with it. But he wanted a good story and he waited. I mean, this sequel took 36 years. Even if we go back to... Before COVID hit, it still was over 30 years old waiting for the sequel, and a lot of that is the technology catching up to what he wanted and also having a good story. Hence, all the writers, probably lots of corrections, probably lots of things being fixed, but I loved it. This movie is freaking awesome.
2: Yeah, it was fun, man. The the, uh, opening up scene with uh, uh, the experimental plane, that was great.
1: Yeah, so spoilers already. We're already doing that, huh, Mike? Well, it was in the trailer, kind of. Well, but they don't know where it falls, but yeah. So here's the big thing is Tom Cruise's character, Maverick, is now a test pilot. and He's been a test pilot for who knows how long in the Navy, but he is not. And I like that they explained it because that was one of the biggest things that people were questioning about this film is how the hell is he's only gone up like one rank when he's been in the Navy for 30 years? Well, they explained it that he just wanted to keep flying. And so if he wanted to keep flying, he had to keep his rank low, which he did.
2: Yep. And uh, it it makes sense. And that was good. Um, Man, uh, I think I'm going to ask you, what are you drinking uh, this fine morning, evening, afternoon?
1: (sighs) Wow, Mike, you're just jumping in with uh, both feet because you want to spoil the shit out of this movie. Very well. So I told you I was going to do something special for Top Gun Maverick. I didn't do it for Top Gun last week, but one of my favorite breweries down in Phoenix, I was able to get their beers locally. It was a pretty penny. I have talked about this brewing company before. They're known as the Flying Bassett Brewing Company out of Gilbert. And I've talked to them when they've come to several beer events up here. Uh, the owners love Basset Hounds and they love flying. I'm like, we probably would be best friends. So I got a four-pack for $17 of one of their beers. It's called El Capitan. It is the Mexican Cerveza. And El Capitan, you know, is another thing for captain or pilot. So, uh, yeah, here, here you go, Mike. Here, look.
2: Wow. Uh, that's cool-looking can, man. But, dang, 17 bucks
1: For a four-pack. Now, granted, they're not short beers. They're 16s. Oh,
2: okay. So that's equivalent of, of of six pack.
1: Pretty close, yeah,
2: yeah. No, no, it is. It's the same, it's, same amount of.
1: It was still damn expensive, Mike. Damn expensive, and it's it a decent expensive. brew. It's not my favorite brew they make, but it's a decent brew. But I had right. to do it, man. Flying inspired, flying inspired beer. I love this movie. I like this brewing company. I specifically seek them out. I only found them in one spot, but they did have one beer here. So, yeah. All right, Mike. Um, let me guess. You're drinking a glass of water, Pepto Bismol, and Robitussin.
2: I am drinking a glass of water, <coughs> <coughs> and uh, and some uh, Dayquil and Nyquil.
1: You took them together. You know you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, but I figure it tastes better. Well, then it also makes you hallucinate. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay that's always fun so all right mike's beverage of choice for top gun mavericks day quill and night quill cocktail over ice
2: no just straight
1: straight up nice nice okay mike i think it's my turn for my question the question i hate the most every podcast this better be a flying inspired one god damn it i asked for a flying inspired one last week and no, you just did a terrible fucking dad joke. So, Mike, what is this week's terrible fucking dad joke? I got dad
3: jokes. I don't think they understand, though. No. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes.
2: Why are Russian dolls so stuck up?
1: They haven't had their vodka yet? They're full of themselves.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, Jesus, I'm in hell. <laughs> I am never buying you another dad joke book. Actually, you know what? I've already started seeking out other dad joke books. That's just going to be the thing. I'm going to get you one every year for your birthday and or Christmas. So you're going to have the world's best library of dad joke books.
2: All right, I'm ready.
1: It'll be your retirement plan. You can have a a museum of dad joke books in your 80s. Okay. All right. That you know that that
2: seems like that'll be something
1: roadside roadside attraction so all right for those of you who do not know ma hinshaw who goes on the radio every monday morning on magic 99.1 had her 80th birthday this past week yes my mother turned 80 years old mom you can give up on life now like you've always wanted to you made it i don't want you to give up but i know you're ready to so happy birthday mom it was fun hanging out in Phoenix. Happy birthday yet again, and she does have an interview where she talks about the oiled-up football game at the <laughs> in Top Gun Maverick. It's at the end of the pod. So, okay, alright, alright, alright. Back on talk. Mike, how does Top Gun Maverick relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe?
2: Alright, so... The Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, the composer, uh, Lauren Balf also worked on uh, Black Widow as
1: a composer. Well, again, I mean, Tom Cruise, he needs to make his cameo in the MCU. He has one. Just waiting to see it. Just waiting. Oh, hey, Mike. So since you're sick, are you what, catching up on your TV? Did you watch the new Obi-Wan?
2: No, dude. I haven't done anything.
1: I slept. What? Dude you sleep enough as it is i mean come on you already sleep like 11 hours a night why do you need more than that
2: <laughs> 11 hours a day you're funny
1: i get like a good solid five and a half to six and as long as i can hit that six mark i'm usually doing okay but five and a half hurts a little bit
2: i get about seven
1: seven fuck dude. you just sleep more than me with kids that's awful Fucking well, you can't sleep, dude. That's your problem. That's true. I blame it on my prostate.
2: Yeah, you you get the little w- you get the the finger in the butt. Is that is that already
1: happening, dude? Is that this year? God, I hope not. I don't know, dude. Because I already went and saw a doctor.
2: Yeah, I got. I I didn't get anything.
1: You know, the thing I'm worried about is she's she's very much like um, uh, everything everywhere all at once. Like, she's got hot dog fingers? It's not going to be a little.
2: <laughs> nice, dude. Hot dog fingers. Ah.
1: <laughs> I can't wait for that movie to come out on Blu-ray, man. I'm going to buy that. I keep telling everybody about how great that movie is. It, it's still in the charts, dude. It's still making money. They still have it in the theater. Yeah, it's still in the theaters. You know? I, Honestly, I, I think it'll be released on Amazon Prime first cuz it's A24 but I don't know they're probably going to charge for it first. I don't know. I, I still think I might just go buy it on Blu-ray and hopefully have a digital code with it. Oh, speaking of Amazon, you know what's coming out this month, Mike? The Boys. Boys season 3. Yep, yep. I need to sit down and start rewatching season 1 and 2 again. I love that show so much. It's so good. This It is so good. This season is going to be even more violent and more horrible and more messed up i'm really looking forward to it i don't know have you seen have you seen the trailer for it
2: no i haven't seen the trailer
1: so they have a pill you can take that will give you superhero powers for like i think it's a few hours or a day or something like that and of course who's the person that does it uh oh the one guy the butcher oh boy yeah it's gonna be awesome i'm so looking forward to it anyways Okay, I'll get back on topic. We are now in Top Gun Maverick spoiler section. We have a good solid at least 10 to 15 minutes to spoil the shit out of this movie. Mike, ready, set, go.
2: All right, Matt. So uh, I'll just get back to the opening scene. I really liked the experimental aircraft. I thought that was cool. Um, and I read a little bit more about it. And uh, people were wondering if that was a real aircraft or not. Of course, it's not. But they did get a lot of people that, that worked at Skunk Works to help them design something that looks like something.
1: Something flew that blew that um, top off the, uh, uh, the uh, guard shack because that was not intended. So there really was a plane flying. Now, it might not have been this exact plane, but it was something. And, yeah, I thought it was interesting how it was a call-out to uh, uh, Lockheed Skunk Works, but they're flying uh, – F A 18s which I believe is it's either a McDonnell Douglas or a uh, Boeing product.
2: Yeah. Those are Boeing.
1: Yeah. I thought they were a Boeing product. So maybe that's why you never actually hear the words Lockheed, but you see the skunk works logo.
2: Yeah. Um, so I, that's interesting. Uh, and then uh, like, like you said, this, this, this story, they weren't trying to redo uh, anything with the old one. They were just trying to kind of pick up where they left off, I guess. The, a long time down his career so uh i i thought that was good i i liked it
1: yeah there's a lot of call outs uh callbacks to the original like the love interest in this one is penny which she has a name drop in the original top gun specifically in the scene where maverick is being scolded by the admiral on the aircraft carrier and goose starts asking him about you know penny well that's the penny that's in this film oh man i didn't even know that yep the admiral's daughter uh-huh nice the thing i found interesting and not to get like too specific on it uh this movie shows penny in her boat and shows her bar on a beach and they play football on a beach except for their training at top gun and top gun is nowhere near beach oh it could have been a leak i don't know dude not with those waves A windy day on a lake? A big, big lake? Okay, so it was a very windy day on a very big lake when they were playing football then. Of course. Well, I'm starting to think they're just saying it's more of a fictitious kind of Top Gun because they don't even refer to where they're located. Where in the first one, they talk about Miramar and that's where they're at and all that stuff. They don't even say where they're at. They're just at Top Gun.
2: Okay, that's true. Maybe it is just a fictitious place.
1: That's what I'm thinking. Now, the flying, you know, I I don't want to get too crazy. I've watched a lot of stuff uh, after the fact, behind-the-scenes stuff, Tom Cruise interviews, cast. I just fucking love this shit. I really do. I love the airplanes. I love how they did it. I love all this stuff. It's absolutely insane what they did and how they did it and where they did it. Um, Every single F-18 scene you have saw, including the final scenes, those are all military training courses uh, in the United States. All of them. Yeah, that's cool. The main training area was the original Top Gun, because uh, not original, but is the Top Gun in Northern Nevada. Uh, that's where they did most of it. That's where the majority of the desert scenes and things are. The final scene where they're going to go and you know rock the uh, nuclear. Oh yeah, whatever, whatever. Bad the bad guys thingy. Uh that's actually in Washington State. It is a low altitude uh cold climate uh training run facility for the Navy. Wow, that's really cool. So and yeah, all that shit's real. There's no CG. The only thing that was CG in the movie, do you know, Mike, of the flying?
2: Uh would it have to do with the F-14 stuff?
1: It is everything involving the F-14 because every single F-14 has been grounded okay there are no flying f-14s anymore so that was all cg um interesting i didn't find much about the uh enemy's plane you know what the enemy plane is clearly modeled after mike i don't know you might know uh dabbling in the world of military and planes and things like that um it's looks like a yf-23 which is the loser to the f-22 There were two planes that went head-to-head. One was Lockheed. One was Boeing. The YF-23 was Boeing. The F-22 was Lockheed. Lockheed won the contract. Anyways, the Chinese, God knows how they got it, where they got it, whatever, but basically ripped off the YF-23 plans and created their own fifth-generation fighter that looks like the YF-23. So I think that's clearly who they're trying to say is the enemy in this film, but much like the original, they don't tell us it's China or Russia or anyone else like that. It's just the enemy, and so I think they're right. trying to hint that it's the Chinese using that kind of airplane because the fifth generation fighter that the Russians have is looks like an F twenty two. It's a it's a Mig basically. It's an interesting little Mig. So, anyways, I I just I go bananas for this shit i love flying machines i love military flying machines because they have the money to build the really cool fast interesting stuff
2: (laughs) yeah i mean uh it was it was really neat to see all those shots and stuff like that was such a cool aspect of this movie um did you see i think i saw how much they had to pay an hour to run uh the the jets
1: it was almost twelve thousand dollars an hour and remember that was long before covid that was when shit was still affordable not $6 a gallon gas.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did this. I think they filmed a lot of this in 2018.
1: Yeah, it was 2017 and 2018 is when they filmed most of the flying scenes. Almost most of the film, actually, too.
2: Yeah, so, wow.
1: Talking about the filming, one of the biggest, most interesting things, I I, I said it on the radio, If if Top Gun Maverick is not nominated for multiple Academy Awards, I'm going to be upset. Even if they're just all technical awards... Just amazing because the director basically couldn't do shit. Tom Cruise, the director, uh, the producers, everyone else sat there and worked with every single actor that is in an airplane and showed them how to get the cameras running, what kind of angles to do, where to direct their pilots, all that stuff. They taught that to every single one of their actors because the director was on the ground. And so it was at the mercy of the actors filming these scenes, these flying scenes. And I think they did a phenomenal job. I really do.
2: Yeah, I think they did a great job. And boy, what an what a interesting gig, man. It would have been so much fun to be uh, those actors for those, the, those uh,
1: scenes. Oh, dude, I'm so jealous. I really, really would love to experience something like that. And, oh, one that everybody was asking because, you know, everybody knows Tom Cruise. That really is Tom Cruise's airplane at the end of the film. I was, I was hoping it was going to be earlier, but I kind of liked it at the end where he gets with Penny and takes her for a ride in his P-51 and all that. That really is Tom Cruise flying. That is really his P-51, his personal one. Everyone keeps asking if the military allowed Tom Cruise to fly one of the F-18s and they would not let him touch the stick, period. They would not. They have very, very strict rules against civilians running any military equipment. Doesn't matter if you're trained or not.
2: Yeah. No, uh, they, they said that he could be in the movie and he could be in the plane, but he can't touch anything.
1: Right. He cannot touch the controls. Um They did have one screw up, so I know how they did it. You know, they used uh, tandem F 18s, and the uh, actor sat in the back. They didn't sit in the front. They had cameras, though, mounted on the front for when it switched, because like Maverick is flying solo, but all the planes that they flew were twins, except for when they shot some exterior shots and stuff like that. So, what they did is they had the actual pilot wear the exact same helmet as the actor and so when they cut to like an actual like flying scene of them flying and controlling and you see the back of the helmet that's the actual pilot because they screwed up in the movie in one scene i don't remember what it is it's towards the end you can see in a in it's a tandem there's like a reflection or something and you can see two helmets that look identical and it's maverick there's two of them they're identical oops yep there was an oops but it's cool because you could totally tell that's exactly what they did. It makes sense.
2: Yeah, that does make sense.
1: <laughs> so anyways, for those of you who can't tell, I'm very giddy and love this film very much. I like it very much, especially the uh, beach football scene.
2: Well, you know, I guess they had to have a throwback to the uh, the volleyball scene. So why not have a oiled-up uh,
1: football scene? So much coconut oil, Mike. It was just ridiculous. Did you watch any of the behind-the-scenes stuff about the film? no i have not so one of the things they talk about um one of the actors i don't remember which one i think it's the guy that uh tried out to be um rooster but he didn't get it but they were so impressed with his acting they expanded his role um oh let me see if i can find him i'm I'm forgetting his name uh jay ellis i think no not jay ellis glenn powell glenn powell he played hangman that was a much smaller role, but they were so impressed at Glenn Powell's uh, tryout to play Rooster that they expanded his role and actually gave him that role and everything and wanted him. <laughs> and so what they talked about, some of the makeup artists and stuff, when they're trying to put the makeup on and get them ready for the uh, the touch football scene or tackle football scene or whatever on the on the beach. Yeah. Glenn Powell had oiled himself up so much with coconut oil. Nothing was sticking to him. Like the makeup wouldn't stick. Like nothing was sticking to him. And they would like try to like shake his hand or like do something. And they would just like slip right off because there was so much freaking oil on him. I guess that whole scene, the whole football scene was just a big pissing contest between all the male actors. Like they were all working out just constantly before it and oiling themselves up and all kinds of stuff. It's just it's funny to hear about it in the behind the scenes.
2: That is funny. So they they were all just uh, trying to make sure they looked as good as they could for the for the football scene. Yep,
1: they were all trying to one one up each other. And the one that freaked everyone out is Miles Teller kept his shirt on hidden like the whole time until that scene, and he pulls it off, and everybody's like jaw dropped when he took off his shirt. I guess. Anyways, I I've watched way too much stuff about this film when I was bored, but I, oh, I'm never bored. I just watched it when I'm working, so I have like two screens. I'm watching, listening to stuff while I'm working. Anyways, yeah, I love this movie. It's so cool. Sorry, I do. It's just, I really want to be a fighter fighter pilot. I always have been. I'll never be, but I. Ugh, this is my dream, man. Even even to be like one of the actors doing this shit was my dream.
2: Yeah, that was that was super cool, man. That's such a weird opportunity. Yeah, awesome, but like such a unique opportunity.
1: Okay, so let's bring it down, Mike. Bring the excitement down a little bit. I want you to talk about this. Val Kilmer.
2: Dude, I didn't know he was going to be in the movie. Blew me away.
1: Loved it. I loved it. They're saying it's probably going to be his last role ever. For those of you who do not know, Val Kilmer got very, very ill. Um, He had throat cancer. He can't talk. He can't do a lot of things. They actually uh, pulled clips and ran it through an AI to be able to have his voice in this film, but they pulled the clips from the original Top Gun and everything. The mannerisms, everything, but I thought it was a very nice fitting tribute. Uh I'm not a huge fan of how they killed him, but it was it was a nice way to explain why he was what he was and all that stuff. And I love that he's not just an admiral, he is the admiral commanding the Pacific Fleet. That's a big deal.
2: Yeah, no, it uh it was uh totally made sense that he would uh he kept Maverick. Uh, in the navy, essentially, because he would have been kicked out a long time ago, I think. So, like that made sense. He he had people that were powerful looking out for him.
1: Yeah, and you know, big props, big thanks to Val Kilmer for be- for doing it and being in this film. I r- it really added, just that whole couple minute long scene really added a lot. I mean, I think a lot of those raw emotions in that scene were real. Especially coming out of Tom Cruise. I really feel like they were.
2: Yeah, it was a great scene. And, uh, Matt, I don't know if you've watched the documentary on uh, Amazon. It's called Val.
1: I have not had a chance to watch it yet. I would like to watch it. Have you you watched it, Mike?
2: I actually have watched that. And uh, Val Kimmer didn't even want to make the first Top Gun. He thought it was just, uh, what do you say, warmongering or something? But uh, after that, he became like a superstar, and it, uh, uh, you know, launched his career. He had it was a contract gig. He he had no choice. He had to make that movie.
1: Well, I've watched some of the behind the scenes stuff on the original Top Gun, and how when they were filming, it was basically like a giant party because they were in San Diego and they were having parties in each other's rooms. The cast, the crew, everyone was just fucked up all the time. The volleyball scene. I think everybody was hungover. That's why they're sweating all the time. But yeah, and Val Kilmer was the one that was him and Tom Cruise were the ones that like were very standoffish compared to everyone else in the cast.
2: Yeah, uh, it was uh, it was interesting. Uh, you should you should check it out. There's some behind the scenes of, of Top Gun like stuff in the in that uh, documentary.
1: It, it's on my wish list, but I still haven't even gotten through the most recent season of the fabulous Miss Maisel, which I love that freaking show.
2: Oh man, we watched that actually too, Matt, and that is amazing.
1: Yeah, I, I have like two or three more episodes left in the final season. I'm sad this is the final season for that show, too.
2: No, there's there. I've, I read there's one more season.
1: Oh, they're going to do one more? Oh, they got it. Yeah. That season four was going to be it.
2: No, no. Uh, but, man, I don't know how much money these shows cost to make, but they must cost a fortune, dude.
1: Amazon has the money, though. You know who doesn't have the money is the one that's whose stock is tanking, is Netflix.
2: Yeah, Amazon has
1: the money. Yeah, I mean, they do. They don't, they have it from their other products and businesses and things. So, okay, Mike, um, you look like you're ready to die. Uh, I think we need to put you to bed so that hopefully you can recover and we can talk about a movie next week while I stay up all night getting all this done and show noted and all that bull for the three listeners we have. Anyways, all right, Mike, uh, how many reels do you give Top Gun Maverick?
2: Uh, Man, I'm going to give this one four and a half reels.
1: You bite your tongue, you son of a bitch. Four and a half reels. How dare you? Why? What are you giving it? Why four and a half reels, Mike? Why? I mean, there was a couple weird things. Like, you could have done a couple things a little differently, but it's fine, dude. How dare you? Mike, there's two weeks in a row. Both Top Guns are fucking amazing. You need to watch both of them. Even if it's just for the technical prowess of this film. Five. Motherfucking five. Two fives in two weeks, Mike. Boom. All right, all right. Two fives in two weeks. Both top gun. ka-chow <laughs> For those of you nice. who can't see, Mike is just laughing his ass off. He's just not near his microphone. So all right, okay, Mike, next week is your pick. I think I should be nice and let you pick because basically I'm the one that wants the top gun movies. So uh what are we gonna watch next week?
2: Uh, it's called All the Old Knives. It l- looks like an interesting movie. It's a uh, it's on Amazon uh, Prime actually, and it's got Chris Pine in it and Thoweydi uh, uh, Newton. And uh, you mean Tandy know, looks- Newton? Is that how you say that? Yeah, Tandy Newton. Yes, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It looks it looks interesting. Um, You know, it's cloak and dagger, CIA agent stuff. So
1: we'll see. All right, Mike. Well, I will be looking forward to it, even though it has no airplanes in it whatsoever.
2: Well, man, I I think I don't think anything's going to beat the last airplane movie you just watched. So I think we just gotta have. You know, you're just gonna have to let it simmer.
1: Honestly, dude, I think that's like. I mean, aside from some other airplane stuff, there's some cool like airplane shows and stuff. Especially um, on Hulu, uh, Catch 22, very very good, done by George Clooney. Uh, a lot of people, you know, hate and stuff, but I I really like that show. I thought it was very very good, very well done, uh, very different than the than the movie. The movie's pretty good. That's a good another airplane movie, but nothing nothing in my opinion comes close to Top Gun Maverick and how it was shot and how it really does feel like you're a fighter pilot in that movie.
2: Yeah, man. I don't. I mean. Maybe the next
1: Mission Impossible might have some flying stuff you might like. I don't know. Did you see the trailer for that? It was on the. Uh, it was on the. Uh, um, Top Gun Maverick for me.
2: Yeah, I was. Uh, I saw like eighty-five trailers when I watched Top Gun. It was like I saw the whole summer, like <laughs> just sitting there.
1: Well, I we were kind of late to mine because you know uh, we saw it in the Dolby Atmos Digital Super D- Duper Deluxe Theater, or whatever. Uh, I still Frank if you're listening to this you picked horrible fucking seats dude you should have picked the middle not the back Frank got the very back row I'm just like oh god I hate that, damn dude. it dude I wanted it to be way more immersive than that so it felt more like I was watching my TV but it still was a blast but whatever anyway so we we're a little late because it was a group of us because we missed out on my ba- my sister's baby shower and uh, you know my nephew and Frank and uh, other nephew and my dad and all of us and you know we spent like ninety dollars at the the food snack thing because you know my one nephew had to get four things the fucking asshole but anyways we were late so I missed uh, ninety dollars
2: so you got like five things we got
1: uh, two large tubs of popcorn everybody got a drink and then Andrew got like four candies wow yeah well and you got to remember this is AMC uh, a list. So that was discounted. Nice. Yeah. And it still was 90 bucks. But anyway, so we walked in and I watched two trailers. One of them was Mission Impossible. And uh, then the movie started. It was, you know, timed out actually pretty decently. But did you have the thing with Tom Cruise saying thanks for watching the movie? Yes. Yes. I think that's just him being producer Tom Cruise. And just, I mean, he put his heart and soul into doing this film. He really did.
2: Okay, I wasn't sure if it was a theater thing or if it was, like, uh, everything.
1: Now, I don't know if it's going to be on there uh, from here on out. It might have just been an opening weekend thing. Uh, I'm probably going to go see this again with uh, the girlfriend. I really think she would enjoy it. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We might see it this weekend if there's time. Probably not. But I do want to see this in the theater again and hopefully get – it's not going to be the same experience as a Dolby. But – you know, be a little bit more immersive, sit up a little bit closer. So anyways, all right, Mike, I will stop talking so you can go to bed. Do your thing, please, sir. So you can go to bed and try not to cough. You can do it. I believe in you.
2: All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And, uh, make sure to follow us on the socials, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and, uh, you know, go out there, stream a movie, go watch a movie and, uh, catch our next pod next week. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at
0: Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.
3: Good morning, Magic 99.1. Who's this?
1: It's your bestest bunny that's all alone wishing I was sitting there across from you in the studio.
3: <laughs> if you heard the cough that I picked up on my trip to Florida, you would not say that. It is not fun.
1: Well, I definitely don't want that, that's no, for sure. Because no. I have enough issues as it is without being fixed.
3: You certainly do. You certainly do. It's Matt Incha <laughs> from the Real Film Nerds Podcast calling in this morning to talk about Top Gun Maverick. You finally saw it and what did you think?
1: Finally. It well just came I out mean last week. Well finally.
3: we all have been waiting for how long, Matt?
1: I know. I know. I should have just saw it on Thursday night and came in on Friday, but uh, you know did you get to see it? It's the bigger question here.
3: No, but I did rewatch the original when I was sick in bed in my hotel room in Florida. So
1: there you go. Okay. Okay. We'll let it slide. You know, you're just a week behind. So this week you'll go see Tom Gun Maverick and we'll talk about it next week again, right?
3: Right. Absolutely. So tell me, did you like it? Did it live up to the hype?
1: Good, because it's that good of a movie. Lisa, it is amazing. It is.
3: Oh, that's so good to hear.
1: It excels all expectations.
3: Uh Oh, that is wonderful. Now, you saw it on a humongous screen right in the Valley?
1: Yes, I went and I saw it in the Dolby Digital Atmos Theater, blah, 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 with all kinds of crazy sound and giant screen. And it was absolutely incredible.
3: You felt like you were actually in the plane? Yes. Oh my gosh, wow, that's unbelievable.
1: There's lots of things that I love about this movie, but obviously the uh, fighter jet scenes of them actually flying the planes, or not flying the planes, but being flown in the planes while being photographed is just the pinnacle of this film. It is absolutely amazing. The story, surprisingly, is very good. It is not so much a rehash or what you would think of as a sequel story. It really could stand alone on its own. Uh, they just kind of dip into the nostalgia of the original Top Gun, you know, reflecting on Goose and Maverick and Iceman and things like that. But this is a really wonderful story. And I think, you know, them waiting forever to get it done and shoot it right and, you know, have it be as realistic as possible paid off. I really do. And the box office numbers are telling us that, too.
3: They really are. I mean, this is the best opening for a film Tom Cruise has ever had in his career.
1: Very well-deserved. I can't imagine the amount of time and effort and money they put into this film, because I was reading an article. Now, this was way, post like, pre-COVID war time. Right. Um, this was 2017, 2018, when they originally filmed this movie, specifically the fighter jet scenes. Okay. They were paying between $11,000 and 12000 an hour for those airplanes.
3: Wow. That's amazing.
1: I can't even imagine what it is today, but in my opinion, well worth it, because nothing, I've never seen anything feel like this movie.
3: See, and we've all anticipated this movie for so long because, like you said, they put it on hold because of COVID, and so I'm so glad to hear that it's actually lived lived up to the hype.
1: The only thing I'm really afraid of that this movie might do is it's going to send a ripple through Hollywood on everyone going, hey, we should make sequels to all these other movies, and they're just going to crank out all these really terrible sequels. Yeah. But they're not going to take the time, the effort, that they did to do Top Gun Maverick, because I think one of the reasons why Top Gun Maverick is so successful is that Tom Cruise... Didn't care about money. Didn't care about this. He wanted a good movie. Period.
3: Yeah. Well, he's caring about that money now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure about yeah. it. Oh yeah. Well, you um, you agree with the Google users? 96% like the movie. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 96. Uh, Metacritic 78. More thumbs up than down. How many reels are you gonna give it? Give it five. Come on, Maddie.
1: I give it five, two weeks in a row. wow. Both Top Guns are that good. They really are. Okay. This is the best movie, in my opinion, of 2022 so far. If it's not nominated for at least four or five Academy Awards next year, I'm going to be upset because it is fantastic.
3: Okay, what a great review. I'm sure your mother saw it as well.
1: Oh, she's seen it twice.
3: She's seen it twice. All because
1: of that freaking football scene and (laughs) the glistening abs and the oil yeah yeah you'll have to ask her about it it'll be terrible
3: i'll ask ma Hinshaw about it coming up guys catch the podcast it's called the real film nerds maddie thank you so much
1: lisa thank you so much and get well soon
3: i will thank you good morning ma Hinshaw. lisa calling on magic 99.1 how are you I'm exhausted, tired, pooped, and worn out. Well, I heard somebody very special had an 80th birthday party this past weekend. Yes, and it was wild and crazy. (laughs) Matt said you might be a little hungover today. Is that a fact? Oh, I actually had
0: uh, a blue drink I didn't know what was in, (laughs) and... Also, a glass of wine, so yes. Yes.
3: Okay, (laughs) you're feeling it. Well, happy birthday, Mayan. I hope you had a wonderful day. Thank you. I did.
0: Mm. And all those people that came, all the grandkids, kids,
3: and friends. See it how, was awesome. how special you are. Well, we feel special to get to talk to you every, uh, usually on Mondays, but today it's Tuesday since we had a holiday yesterday. Got to talk about Top Gun Maverick. Your son gave it five reels, Ma.
0: Oh, this is creepy for once. I agree with
3: for him. For once you Pie do. Cookies,
0: you loved it, I- huh? Yes. Tell and me.
3: especially
0: the beach scene. <laughs> Ladies, if you want to see six-pack
3: abs, go to see this movie. Okay, the beach scene did not disappoint. I heard they weren't playing volleyball though in this one. What were they doing? Football. They were playing football. Okay. And they had their jeans on and their shirts off. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Was that the best part of the movie, ma? Yes, I think
0: it was, it but was. there were a lot of really good parts. Yeah. Really good. It, I liked it. Uh-oh, you're going to get mad at me. Why? I liked it better than the first one. You did. That's amazing. And, I mean, Tom Cruise just blows you away that he's still that active, that cr- crazy pilot. and. Yeah. It it was awesome. I highly recommend anyone go
3: see it. Well, I'm so happy to hear that because there was so much hype around this movie. We waited so long for it to actually come out. And so that is the best news ever. I can't wait to see it. Oh, yes. Oh, you'll love it. You'll give it 25, I bet. I bet you're right. Tell me, were there (laughs) any snores whatsoever? Uh, no. No snores. This is just... No snores. This is unprecedented. This is just amazing. Well, there you go. You got Tom Cruise and Top Gun Maverick for your 80th birthday, Mahinshaw. Aren't you lucky? What what more could you ask for? (laughs) Well, I appreciate you chatting with us this morning on What Station? 99.1 magic.